What's up, everybody? We are back. I have no clue what episode we're on, but we're going to be talking about reframing today. The next 12 weeks are sponsored by Alex Jimenez. Alex is a coach, a speaker, and a VA home loan specialist. To learn more about how Alex Jimenez is serving the veteran community, as well as our local community, go to ajnashville.com. Of course, we got Mike here, our co-host. Mike, this is probably one of your favorite subjects, right? Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about it. Tell me about what you like so much about it. Pour your passion on us. Reframing is where you turn shit into sunshine. Sunshine. Um, reframing is like, sunshine. oh, I got an oil leak today. Oh, well, at least I know something that is weak in my vehicle, and now I get to fix it, so I have a strong vehicle again. It's taking the thing that you're looking at and looking at the positive behind the thing. Like, oh, I got fired today. Oh, the reframe is I get to do a better job now. Or, oh, I have a ton of options available. My now. options have opened up. That's where I thought. But it, but the the reframes are unlimited. Dude, I had to cut unlimited. in there. I got excited. The options are unlimited. And the fact of the matter is, like, one thing I like to highlight for people when we talk about reframing. Some of you are hearing the term for the first time, but you're like, oh, I know what that is. Some of you understand the term. Um, and some of you might really just be like, oh, holy shit, I can actually look at things different. Maybe this is your first uh, awakening to it. What I share with people around, so I think some people tend to, or it's been my experience in conversation, sometimes people have a way from energy on reframing because they're like, well, I don't, if something sucks, it sucks. I don't want to just pretend that it's good. If it really sucks, it sucks. Did you guys like my fake voice, by the way? My, here, my point is, my point is, if something is actually an issue, you need to have the discipline and the fortitude to set a boundary. If it has not presented itself to factually be an issue, you're making up the problem and you can make up the solution. We are constantly viewing like whatever it is that we know about something is, is our viewpoint. Right. And, and every, every, um, every, every situation, everything has two sides of the coin and which one are we looking at? Yeah. I would say one of the key things that I've learned with reframing over the years is the ability to pivot. And we talk about this in business and we talk about this in relationships. Um, I feel like those are two of the most powerful scenarios. So let's go into it. When you have something happen, you can either choose to dwell on that for a long time, which some people do, or you can just pivot and you go to something else. And how do you pivot? You have to pivot somehow. And it's probably not the best idea to just be keep burying all this stuff down. So what I like to do is I like to look at it with a different lens. And I told this story the other day. It's like, you're looking at like, say this caulk. I'm doing uh, renovations in here, by the way. This is the last oh. time you're going to see this area. We are going to have a studio for next week's show. Can't, Dude, can't wait to see yes. it. By the way, if you're listening to us on audio, make sure you check us out on YouTube, Success After Trauma. Check us Go out ahead. on YouTube. And so the cool thing is if you just looked at this, like, say this is a, this is brand new, but say this is like an empty cock um, gun on the, on the ground, like in a parking lot. And it's just like, looks like a piece of litter. Um, imagine if you um, took your eyes. Okay. And you're looking at that. Okay. Like it's a piece of junk and you, you jumped in a drone or a helicopter and you flew way up in the air and you're actually on the edge of the earth, like on the PCH looking down at the cliffs and you see the ocean and the sunset. Like this little thing is still in the shot. This hasn't moved. It hasn't changed. In fact, there's probably 50 more things like empty beer cans and maybe even like a needle and some other gross stuff in there, but you can't see it because you're looking at the big picture. And what is that? 
What is the big picture? And when you start looking at that big picture, you might wonder, I do. Like the cool thing about the big picture is the big picture is where the possibilities are endless. And that's where we get to choose. We get to be in the driver's seat and we get to move forward. What if we said, dude, this is, I just thought about this. It's like, like literally like just, just shooting, just coming out off the top of my head. But I loved what you just said. And it made my mind go to, I was like, well, what about, what if we, like, I have this belief in order for something to be a truth, the equal opposite must be a truth. That's, that's my belief. Okay. So if you said everyone hates me, the equal opposite, everyone loves you. Neither one is a truth. So neither one can be a truth. But if you said some people hate me, then it'd be the equal opposite would be some people love you. Okay, well, actually, I think that checks out as a truth then. So I, I ran that through a filter unconsciously. You said, we go to the big picture. I'm like, well, could we go to the micro picture? And I was thinking, I was like, well, it's a piece of trash when we look at it in that frame. But if we go all the way in, we might see an ant um, carrying a piece of food home. And it might, it might, you know, we might be able to respect or love life. And what I thought about was ultimately – you know, I didn't intentionally do this pun or play on words, but ultimately the big takeaway is your problem has a certain frame around it. And when you alter that frame or reframe your problem, you can't see it the same no more. True. You can't see it. I love how you talked about the sunset. Once you see the sunset, that caulk is still sitting right there, but it no longer has the same value. Right. Just by shifting right. the frame. It's almost like if you've ever had a job and part of your job was to clean up after work, right? And you missed one thing, okay? The boss comes in and he sees like this beautiful clean room and like there's a piece of trash over there that like blew in when the door opened. The boss is like, hey man, like, are you going to finish cleaning up? And in your mind, you're thinking like, what? I'm totally done. And like, literally you can play out this conflict in your head which actually you can just look at as, oh yeah, I only have one thing to do. Like literally that I'm done. Okay, great. And you can choose to look at it either way. You can go home and drink beer and say, my boss is a dick or whatever. Or you could just look at that one thing and be like, oh, actually, you know what? Yeah. Thank you for picking out the last thing. I mean, don't you all want to do a good job? I mean, I do. Don't you want to do things 100%? I mean, I do. Um, we're humans and life is in session, as Greg likes to say. But hey, <laughs> love that one. life is in session and it's nice to do things all the way. It's also nice to reframe them when you have issues. What are some other reframes? Like today, um, I have a monster truck. It's not really a monster truck, but it's a big, um, it's a classic 7.3 Power Stroke diesel. And I've been building it for like a year and a half and it's got all the high performance parts on it. And I was pretty sure I had rebuilt the whole thing. And so it's zero degrees outside and guys with diesels like to try to start their trucks in freezing cold temperatures to see if they start. And it's a whole thing on YouTube called cold starts. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to cold start mine today. And I fired it up and it literally started. I was so excited. And then I shut it off and I saw oil leaking out of it. <laughs> And I like literally for three or four, maybe seven seconds, I was like, oh shit, I broke something. And then I thought, oh no, it's just a weak link that I get to take out. Yeah, buddy, this is going to be, whatever it is, it's going to be a simple project. It'll be an O-ring or something, you know, that just got small and I'll fix it and it'll be done. And then I don't have to worry about that. And that was actually the reframe was, oh, what a better place to happen than my front driveway. Boom. 
right? Where yeah, it's sitting yeah. right next to a garage full of tools. Yeah. Great. That's the reframe. The reframe took me from, oh crap, there's a problem to the problem happened next to the toolbox full of solutions. Dude, let me let me let me put one on you. You made me think of one that I recently had. I was like, yeah. I was like, let me get let me let me let me think of one I read. And this is real recent. This is recent last couple of days. Um, yours was, I know yours is real recent as well. So I um I'm learning how to do certain things inside of my business and I'm expanding the business. And so we're yes, going into we're we're going into, I mean, we're we're there's areas that are like so unknown for me. Like I have to learn what I don't know so that I can begin to learn the things that I don't know. Like there's unknown unknowns right now. Okay. Um, and so I started to allow myself to have the limiting belief. If you're hearing that term for the first time, um, we'll go over it in another episode. Or if you've heard it, started hearing it, it's become trendy anymore, limiting beliefs. And you're like, what are those things? Uh, well, the limiting belief, let's talk about mine. I came up with this limiting belief that I didn't have time to learn how to do these things. That's a limiting belief because I believed that to be true and it limits me. And it's true as long as I keep it in that frame. So I thought to myself, like, hey, let's use the tools, you know, and, and I didn't I didn't consciously think, how do I reframe this? But I thought to myself, I, I, I here's what I said to myself. Well, you can marry this problem and keep it and be really good at it. Or you can figure out how to get over it right now. That's what I thought to myself. I'm like, well, how do we get over it? And I said, well, we'd have to spend time on that, but I'm suggesting I don't have time. And I'm like, is there anything I do in my life right now that I could afford to not do? And I was like, well, holy shit, there's plenty of negative things I could get rid of. Oh, shit. This opportunity to grow my business is going to force me to focus on something that is going to create a deficit on negative areas I was focusing. So because I'm growing my business, I'm going to grow my personal life. This is a realization I had. I became exact. I became excited to find what were the activities that go down each day that I no longer want. All of us, like I'll never get to a place where I'm perfect. I, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe one of you guys will, right? Oh, so yeah. if that's true, if, if that's true, then I always have the next piece to work on. So what's the piece that I want to work on? And when we work on things, sometimes we try to figure out how to not do something. And maybe that's beneficial sometimes. Sometimes we can just fill our bandwidth with something else, and then the old just can no longer exist. Oh, it just doesn't have room. Dude. Put it on us. Oh, man. So um, one of my upcoming clients, um, he doesn't know he's a client yet, but his name's uh, mm -hmm. Michael Burt. He's going to be one of my coaching clients in the future. And um, he says to decide is to kill something off. And so when you're reframing, you're looking at the thing that is actually not the re it's, it's becoming a, a different reality, which isn't it cool that we can choose to live different realities in the same sphere with that's the right. same things. That's right. In the same way. And you could look at that super deep and esoteric. And that's well, another not, not only that question. we choose, not only that we have the power to choose, not only that we have the power to choose, but each and every one of you listening right now, whatever your reality is, you have already chosen it. Not that you have yes. the ability to, but it has already taken place right now while you're listening to me speak in this very moment. Yes. And again, to decide is to kill something off. So if you're looking to, okay, you're going to change. If you want the things in your life to change, you have to change the things in your life, which would mean you might not have time to go hang out 
at the bar i mean i don't know when the last time i went to the bar was you know it sounds kind of fun actually doesn't even really sound that kind of fun it used to sound fun when i was like a few months of not being there you know what i mean after i'd been away from it for like a few months i was like oh the bar kind of sounds fun dude that's actually been like so greg how long has it been since you like went to the bar dude it's been it's been long enough that when you said that and you said it sounds kind of fun i i felt like I literally was like, oh, I felt anxiety. I was like, oh, I got to go uh, do this thing that I don't want to do. Right. I, I don't even have, I have no energy to hang out the right. bar. No, and and I'm I will. Not I will like, for a social event. Yeah, but. I'm not talking about like taking your kids to the sports bar. You know what I mean? Effectively a restaurant that has TVs and which I don't right, watch TV, right. but like TVs and sensory overload and pizza and whatever. Like, OK, you're talking about a, a dive bar where you can buy a shot that has a weird name that a girl will come out and throw water in your face and slap you after you take it. Yeah, like the skinny <laughs> different. I seen a video like that recently, and they were like, it was, I literally did, and they were like, "This is this girl's job," and like literally, you could order a shot at this dive bar, yeah, and she would sit on the counter with with her legs open in front of you. Now she was wearing jeans, and you would take your shot. She'd throw water in your face and then slap you. I was like, "What?" And people were buying the shot. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. I mean, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Somewhere. Somewhere. Somebody reframed a really shitty idea and said, this is going to make a lot of money. <laughs> that is, dude, uh, thank you so much. That's the, that's the highlight of this show. That's the highlight of this show. That, literally, that's our, that's literally we, in, in any other frame, we would say that that is not acceptable. Right. But at that bar, they're paying for it. Someone figured out how to reframe that. Yes. Into an experience. Uh, dude, yes. I'm so glad you called that out. That's exceptional. I, well, it is what it is. You told the story. It's, that's exactly <laughs> that what, it is is. what it is. Dude, that's, that's, that's and that's legit. the uh, that's the entrepreneurial spirit that I've come to love and appreciate so much. That's why Greg and I have gotten along for so long, because it's very hard. And I'll speak for myself, and he'll nod his head or probably agree if he does, which I think he does. But it's very hard, in my opinion, to continually maintain a friendship with someone who stays at the same level. And and I'm not saying that people are better than others. I'm simply saying that if you just meet somebody with that drive and that passion, that's always adding new tools to their, to their box and new things to their life and experiences to their family and providing new value to their friends or their, their, their cohorts, we could say, right? Mm-hmm. Like those are the, like, even if it's someone that just quit working at Dunkin' Donuts, but they're like, Hey man, this is the hundredth book I've read, or this is the 10th book I've read. And, and it's called think and grow rich. And now I'm going here and, and I'm going to study this and I'm picking up the sales job so I can learn this new skill set. Like, even though like that might not be what I'm doing right now, I can, I got a lot of respect for someone that's doing that. That's constantly looking to raise their ceiling up, 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 up so that they can experience new life. Right. It's like, we call it the Ascension ladder. Essentially you can look at um, our company is called achieve Ascension Academy. And, um, but essentially what we've done is we've taken the process of ascending and that's what we call it as the Ascension ladder. And we have synthesized it and distilled it into a linear fashion to where we can take you through all these different steps. And this is another conversation, but all in all, 
this is what I see happening. This is what's happened in my life. I can personally vouch that this is happening in Greg's life right now. And this is why he gets so excited, guys. Before we started video recording here, Greg was telling me some really, by the way, um, the podcast is about over. We have now covered reframing like in the nth power, but Greg, we are celebrating Greg. He is really, um, I'm going to say impacting a lot of people very positively. And I'm super freaking proud of you. And the reason I'm saying that is because this is something we don't have to reframe. This is actually something we're just going to stick with. I'm so freaking proud of you, dude. I think the work that you're doing for those around you is really, really showing in a positive way. The work that you've done in my life has really shown in a positive way. And so thank you. Um, We should, I think there's probably to be a banger we could close up with. Is there anything that can beat like the spread eagle slip and slide or no, I don't know what it was. The slip and slide. The spread eagle what slip and slide. That trick? How do we top that? I don't even know the name of it, but now Jeez. you're going to, dude, you're going to see the ad now. You're going to see the, the thing pop up just because we talked about it. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. Like, let's, let's, Lloyd, let's touch this really fast. For those of you who don't know, there's a part of your brain called the roticular activating system. And before Greg told me about um, some chick like sitting down and and with open jeans like feeding a shot of some weird drink and then throwing water in the face and slapping you that was not in my ras okay i was not tuned to see that i have never heard of that shit <laughs> and now i'm probably going to call and be like dude i just saw that thing yeah, because yeah. i've probably seen it a bunch of times and have no idea and now that i'm aware of it i will have an idea Oh God. It's kind of like, here's a reframe that's, that's shown with the RAS. So it's kind of like when you buy a new Jeep Grand Cherokee or whatever, I'm just using Jeep Grand Cherokee. I'm picking on the easy targets. Um, (laughs) And, and you all of a sudden notice how many other people drive Jeep Grand Cherokees. Well, I could tell you also because I used to work for Jeep that a Jeep Grand Cherokee is one of the most popular vehicles on the road, but I can't tell you when the last time I saw one was. Um, mm-hmm. But I could tell you when I worked at Jeep, I saw them everywhere. I saw so many Jeep Grand Cherokees and other things that were at our lot that were like on the top of my mind. And the reason is, is because I was tuned for that. And so the reframe is, is that no, not everybody drives your car. You just like that car. So you get to be excited for it. And now because you're excited for it, you get to see more of it. And why wouldn't you be excited and celebrating the fact that now you get to see more of something that you like? Dude, and 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 oddly enough, most people, plenty of you are get this and some of you have a little like, you know, you're gonna be like, huh? And dude, reach out to someone and, and, and dive deeper in this if you're, if you get that, huh? Um, that same thing is planned. So you're excited about the Greek Jeep Grand Cherokee. So you're seeing more of the Jeep Grand Cherokee. The same thing has happened about your problems. And you might say, but I'm not excited about my problems. And I would say, well, what do you mean by excited? When you get animated, see, we, 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 might, we might create a complex equivalence that excitement is good. Well, we might say someone that's uh, yelling and, extre- and streaming is excited. You get excited about your problems. So life's showing you more of them. Get excited about solutions, man. Get excited about growing. Get excited about ascension. Get excited about evolution. And life is going to show you more of that. I don't even know the person that I was six six months ago. That guy was weird. And six months from now, I'll learn how weird I am now. 
<laughs> that's so funny dude what do you want to leave him with mike what's uh you, you got the final thoughts on here and uh dude next week um everyone everyone listening has made it this far remember if you are listening to the audio check us out on uh if you want to check out the video check us out on youtube success after trauma download us any of the major podcast streaming platforms let your friends know about what we're doing on here allow them to come in and get more information next week we're going over the four agreements it's a book we're not specifically going over the book as a book report, but what all the four agreements mean to us in our life and how this book has helped us change and evolve our life. That's what we're going over next week. And Mike, you got final thoughts, brother. Close us out. Man, um, I just want to leave you guys with this. I dare you. Double dog dare you. Next time you have something that happens that you're you just feel like you're, and I'm just saying this because you don't have to be really pissed off, but next time something happens that you feel like you're about to be really pissed off, I dare you to look at it and find the positive in it just before you slip into that realm of negativity. Boom. That's it. I love it. I appreciate it, Mike. Everyone be great. It's already in you. We will see you next week. Hey, ya. The next 12 weeks are sponsored by Alex Jimenez. Alex is a coach, a speaker, and a VA home loan specialist. To learn more about how Alex Jimenez is serving the veteran community as well as our local community, go to ajnashville.com.